G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. An inspiring initiative is underway in the UK. A new national landmark which aims to profile a million answered prayers has been given the go-ahead to be built on a site just north of London. The Eternal Wall of Answered Prayer, which will be just shy of the size of the Sydney Opera House, is expected to become an iconic eternal arch structure. It'll be constructed using one million bricks, with each representing individual prayers that have been answered for people across the country. Richard Gamble is the founder of the Eternal Wall of Answered Prayer. He sees the wall as a way to preserve their rich Christian heritage in the growing secular society of the UK. And he is our special guest, Richard Gamble. Welcome along to 2020. Hi, thanks for having me along. A new landmark. This is something pretty significant, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's massive, um, and I think the impact of it will not only be for the United Kingdom, but global. The The concept is it's a, it's a giant infinity loop called Eternal Wall, and you mentioned that each uh, brick will represent an answer, a story of answer prayer. Visitors will be able to come, they'll be able to point their phone at any one of the bricks, and their phone will light up and either tell them in text or audio or video the story of hope that lies within. And as you say, we want to preserve the Christian heritage of the nation, but we want to ignite a, a faith for prayer and we want to proclaim Jesus to our nation. And it's not just happened in an overnight whim. This is a 17-year <laughs> journey for you. Yeah, that's right. I was a lot better looking at the start of this, I can tell you. But uh, yeah, 17 years ago, I just felt God sort of give me this vision and this idea. And then I had 10 years carrying on with my daily life, just praying about it, not really sure what to do. Uh, and we've been working hard on it on the past seven years. We have now have a, a dedicated team on this. We got planning permission uh recently and we are starting to build the access road in the next few months and then if we can raise the money and we've made some great strides to that already then we will start building in march well you've had the pedal to the metal for the past five years uh, accelerating this whole process uh, this is getting pretty close now because you've already raised millions of pounds. Uh, still a little way to go, but uh, this last five years has been a, a real giant step forward, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And, you know, we've we've seen God's favour. I mean, it's been an incredible roller coaster, And at times you feel like you're, you're walking through treacle. But, you know, we've seen the favour of God on the project. I mean, just... At the, at the beginning, we were praying for land, and uh, I went to, uh, went to the States, and somebody came up to me who didn't know what we were doing and said, 
I've got a word from God for you. God wants you to know he's got some land prepared for you. And uh, so we, we went back to the UK, told the team that were praying for us. And one of the ladies said, well, if God's told us he's got the land, I'm going to ask him where it is. So a few days later, she sent me a map with a piece of land circled by a motorway and said, I believe this is the land. And what she didn't know was the person who owned that land had emailed me just a few days before uh, to ask to meet. And then I find out when I meet this guy that not only is he a Christian, um, but I'd had the vision now 17 years ago, 17 and a half years ago, he also felt God tell him to build a national landmark about Jesus. So it's been an incredible journey with him and just God opening the right doors at the right time. I mean, we've got we've got political backing from this at all levels. We've got a broad church behind this project. And I really hope that it's going to be something that um, I know it's a bit bold and audacious, but we need to, in this culture, stand up for what we believe and tell people that we do believe that Jesus is alive he listens and he answers prayer. Not everyone will be on the same page, will they? No doubt you've got some critics because building a landmark or creating a piece of public Christian art, uh, some people will say, well, you should be spending that money on uh, serving the poor. But there's an important element of this uh, that actually affects the whole nation in the UK and perhaps potentially the whole world. How do you see the importance of building this piece of art well i think i think there's there's you know multiple answers to sort of the the money question um clearly we see there's great value in sharing with generations the things that god has done uh, deuteronomy 4 verse 9 says don't let the things that you've seen fade from your heart or your memory make sure that you pass them on to your children and your children's children. And this is what we believe we're doing uh, in the same way as when they took the, the stones out of the River Jordan and, and took them to Gilgal so generations would remember. But not only are we um, creating the landmark, for every um, brick that goes into this structure, we're also putting another brick into social housing. And we're looking to generate, you know, once the landmark is up and running, we will generate finance for Christian charities and good works. But I do think it just ultimately comes down to what value you put on things. And, you know, if God wasn't in this, I believe spending two, ten, ten pounds is too much. But we've seen so much favour and so many incredible stories that as a team and as a growing movement in the United Kingdom, you know, there are thousands of us that believe God is in this and we believe he's going to do something special once it's built. And with a million bricks, a million prayers answered, uh, how do you put a price on a nation knowing that God answers the prayers of a million people? That's a powerful testimony, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you see the size of the structure, so sort of the size of a football pitch, and as you say, just shy of the height of Sydney Opera House, and then you realise that 
you get to the structure and you see these small bricks, you start to get an understanding of what, what a million is, and that should really powerfully impact people. And when they when they download the app to their phone, they'll be able to search in any um, situation or circumstance or storm of life and then find the bricks that relate to that. Or uh, they may be able to... Um, search it by geography and so we've got 750,000 of the answered prayers will be from the UK but 250,000 will be from the rest of the world and so what our hope is if somebody types in okay well I want to read some stories from Australia then the app will take them to the part of the wall that represents Australia and they'll be able to read your stories of answered prayer too. And you've already had something like 7,500 generous Christians who have donated to the project, uh, but there's still a shortfall. How much is your shortfall at this moment? Well, at this moment, we need to find another million and a half pounds. Um, and then if we can find that, then we can start building. But what's really interesting, Neil, is that's coming in loads of different ways. I mean, as you say, we've we've raised over a million, which is really exciting. Um, But, you know, sometimes that doesn't come in financials. We've had loads of different experts, planning consultants, architects who've given us their time for free. Um, People are doing all sorts to make this happen. And I do, it feels like being in Nehemiah, you know, everyone's doing their little bit where they can to get this over the line. And I'm just really excited by that, you know, when we, when we open to be able to say, look, this is the first ever crowdfunded national, mark, uh, national landmark on the planet. Um, you know, this is how many hundred thousand people have donated. This is how many tens of thousands have volunteered their time. Here are the million stories and we honour the one God who answers. And with a a landmark piece of artwork like this, you've got the potential for a turning point in a spirituality for the UK. You've done some polling that shows that uh, more than a third of people agree that prayer has a positive role in society. This is a very big testimony like that too. Yeah, there's there's definitely something happening in our nation after the pandemic. Uh, I think some something like thirty eight percent of people believe prayer helps their mental health. I mean that is a big number, and then amongst the younger generation, so eighteen to twenty fours, about fifty percent of them are saying they pray at least once a month, which is, you know, a staggering statistic. And that sort of pushes back this narrative that we're a secular society. I don't believe that for one second. I believe that most people, when they're in a spot, they they pray. And what our job as the church is, what our job as the church is, is to encourage people that prayer shouldn't be just something of last resort but that prayer is a journey. Prayer is a, a conversation with God. And it's not a, we're not trying to propose a sort of slot machine. You know, you ask God and then he answers exactly as you like. When people come and read these stories, they'll see that, you know, some people have to wait for decades for an answer. Some people don't get the answer that they want in any way or shape or form, but the journey of the asking and 
the, the the travel with God helps them to deepen their relationship with him. And that, of course, is way, way more important than the answered prayer itself. Well, your message has reached us here in Australia. And so for Australian listeners interested in the spirituality of the UK and a major initiative called the Eternal Wall of Answered Prayer, a million bricks that with a smartphone can access a million stories of answered prayer. It's going to be a testimony to the whole of the UK. There is a crowdfunder, and as Richard says, the aim is another one and a half million pounds and over the coming weeks. So for people to make a donation to that from here in Australia, Richard, how do they do that? Uh, well, that would be phenomenal. And if you can do that, that would be great. If you go on to www.crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash eternal wall. And you know what? Even the smallest of donations makes a real difference. But we just want more and more people to be part of this adventure with us and uh, hopefully proclaim to the nation and proclaim to Australia too that Jesus is alive. He listens and he answers prayer. We want to make hope visible in this planet. Well, it will be a significant landmark, and if you would like to be a part of that, crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash eternal wall. Richard Gamble is the founder of the Eternal Wall of Answered Prayer. What a huge vision it is. And what a major celebration it will be on opening day. Richard Gamble, I look forward to an update in just a short while to see how your fundraising's gone. But thanks so much for being with us once again today on 2020. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.